Welcome to Business Chit Chat, a podcast from Headwaters RCD and Butte Local Development Corporation, or BLDC. I'm your host, Kayla Lappin, Director of Marketing and Business Recruitment. And on this episode, I spoke with Mark Schutte and Joe Main of Butte's Residine Corporation. And we talked about their new $13.2 million contract with the U.S. Navy and what it means for our region and advanced manufacturing in Southwest Montana. And I gotta tell you, this story of entrepreneurship and the road leading up to this contract is fascinating. So take a good listen here. First things first, Headwaters and BLDC are local and regional nonprofit organizations focused on the economic vitality of Southwest Montana. We serve a seven county region that includes Anaconda Deer Lodge, Beaverhead, Butte Silver Bow, Granite, Jefferson, Madison, and Powell counties. On business chit chat, we answer questions like, What's it take to run a business? How can your business secure grant funding or capital? When's the best time to invest? How does social media work? What about AI? Business Chit Chat is a podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and anyone interested in the story of economic vibrancy in Southwest Montana. All right, well, today I'm having a conversation with Mark Schutte and Joe Main of Butte's Residine Corporation. Welcome to the podcast, Joe and Mark. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So I got this press release on my desk last week, and it's pretty substantial. $13.2 million in partnership with the U.S. Navy. I started reading it, and I immediately was reminded that I don't have a degree in engineering, (laughs) and I don't have a military background. Our listeners in this region are business owners. They're interested in economic development in Southwest Montana. I was hoping we could have a conversation today about what this means for Southwest Montana. $13.2 million in partnership with the U.S. Navy. That's that's huge. It's huge for Butte. It's huge for Southwest Montana. So can you help break down for our listeners what who Residine is? What are you? What is this company? How can our listeners interact and kind of understand? But 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 before we get into that, can you introduce yourselves to our listeners? I'll let you start, Joe. So my name is Joe Main, and um, I'm a senior chemical engineer at Residine Corporation. I've been there for three and a half years. Um, and yeah, the work I do is developing continuous chemical reactor and continuous uh, crystallizer technologies built on um, Residine's really cool RAM technology, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yes, so. I'm going to have you break down the word crystallizer for me. I feel like I'll I'm try. in a Marvel movie reading yeah. this. Like That's where my brain can like go to this level of speak. So we're going to break down the Marvel talk. And Mark, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do with Residine. You bet. I'm an environmental engineer originally, graduated from Montana Tech. Okay. Uh, took a position recently. I, I met with... Uh, Residine Corporation for less than six months, but uh, I am the Director of Business Development and Marketing. So I'm the person responsible for writing this particular press release. I loved it. It was easy to understand. (laughs) I was just, wow, I was blown away by, honestly, the amount of technology we have here in Butte, Montana and what we're working on. And I think think others and our listeners are going to be interested to peel back the inside of Residine Corporation and what you've been working on because... This press release, this work, this contract with the Navy didn't happen overnight. You've been working on this, from what I understand, for years. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the history of Residine, a little bit about what kind of led up 
to getting this contract and this most partnership. Definitely, most definitely. And, and Residine kind of is quiet up here in, in Uptown Butte. And we've got a facility up here that manufactures world-class equipment. And we distribute and sell world-class equipment um, all over the world. Australia, UK, Germany, uh, Asia, etc. So we've been... We've been sitting up here for a long time, and, and we have Mr. Larry Farrar to thank for this. He's our company's founder, president, and CEO. Uh, he's the one who worked in his garage to develop this technology originally okay. that the whole company's based around and has grown the company from basically his garage and the concept to where it is today on, on the global market. Now, again, we're a little bit quiet. We're not out jumping around saying how great we are all the time, but we do have an amazing staff of people. We've got some of the top-end research and development people in the entire country to work right here in Butte, Montana for Residine. And uh, Joe's one of those people in particular, but we've got a whole house full of them. Yeah, that's fantastic. I know a little bit about Residine from, gosh, I was a student at Montana Tech. One of my you know, good friends worked as an intern for Residine. How many people does Residine employ in Butte? And I'm putting you on the spot here, so if you can't remember that number off the top of your head. You know, ironically, we just had a big meeting and the entire company was there, and I think it's between 40 and 50 Wow. Uh, total. Uh, and that does include, we do have an intern program with Montana Tech for uh, internal sales. Okay. And so we're very active that way and, and, and active as a member of BLDC as well, I'm sure. Yeah, sure we're excited. That, but we're also active with the college and, and very, very excited to help young professionals develop their skills and, and either move on from us or some of those young professionals have actually moved into high-paying positions with our firm. Wow, that's incredible. And when you say professionals, are you talking about engineers? What? Who are you hiring? Who do you, who do you mostly employ? Just to give our listeners a feel for, is it engineers? Do you, have, do, you do actual manufacturing yes, here? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, Yay! yes. <laughs> so we do have we do have uh, sales and marketing staff. Obviously, we have accounting. Okay. Uh, professionals as well. We have a very high end engineering staff, both mechanical and chemical. Uh, did I miss any on the engineering side? Uh, controls engineering. So okay. uh, basically, um, yeah, computer science programmers um, and building our control systems and that kind of thing. Yep, and then we do have a manufacturing facility here, which is uh, we manufacture all of our products right here in Butte, Montana. Wow. Uh, to my knowledge, each and every part is from the United States, and everything is manufactured here and ships out of here, uh, and we're very proud to have our products manufactured, not just in the United States, but also manufactured here in Butte, Montana. Yeah, that's a great lead way because what kind of products are we talking about here? We're talking high-level engineering. How can we break that down for what our listeners might want to know about the types of products and the types of the type of work that you're doing? So, uh, uh, in whenever you're dealing with any kind of material development, there can come a challenge where you're trying to mix things. Okay. Um, so, the you know, if you have a very viscous, like if you think of like toothpaste or you think of a pharmaceutical compound or there's there's any number of products which require taking a, two different materials and mixing them together into making a final product. Okay. Um, and 
the technology that that Resonine has developed is called uh, resonant acoustic mixing. What it does is it takes a mix vessel, which will contain whatever we're trying to mix, and it'll shake it up and down at the resonant frequency of the system. So that gets into the the mechanics of of the system and how that works. And a lot of people that may not be particularly uh, interesting to them or important to them. From my perspective, I'm a chemical engineer, so that's uh, how it works is outside of even my my field of understanding and sure. expertise as well. What I try and do is use that technology where we're mixing things very well and use that for other applications. And so f- specifically, if you have to take one type of material and react it to form some other product, so you're doing a chemical reaction. Okay. Um, so that would be something that we could do using the resin acoustic mixing as a platform for and the other one I mentioned was the crystallization. So that's where you're forming crystals. Okay. Um, so you could think of like even snow is a crystal. Sure. Or salt is a crystal. So it's just basically an ordered solid structure. And crystallization is very important in um, obviously in the defense industry. So if you're producing high quality energetic material for the defense industry, you're uh, producing pharmaceutical compounds like active pharmaceutical ingredients that go into drugs, um, chemical synthesis. It's very important in all kinds of technologies where you need a very pure product. You can use crystallization to do that kind of approach. So what we're doing is we're taking RAM, the, the resin acoustic mixing, and using it as a platform for these other processes, which are kind of standard chemical processing technologies uh, and doing them better, faster, cleaner, more efficient, um, yeah, and using technology developed right here in Butte. Okay. If I may add a little bit. Yeah, um, please do. He mentioned the word platform, Joe did, and, and that's what's so unique about our system is, yes, we do have a bench scale, what we call a, a lab RAM okay. system, which is a bench scale, smaller system uh, for testing purposes. Okay. But then this technology uses the exact same frequencies and the exact same design as it scales up. Okay. So we've got a series of machines, and in particular, uh, for, for some of the work that Joe's doing with the energetics hazardous machines okay. in particular, uh, as well as other machines for varying industries, which, which go from bench scale to pilot scale, okay. all the way to full-scale batch, and we actually have continuous production sure. in place. Okay. And so, so not only can you experiment with the product, yeah. But okay. once you, and this is what Joe recently did, and for layman's terms. Sure. Is, is Joe used the bench level stuff to prove his theories in okay. crystallization. And and, and uh, then now what they're doing effectively is moving up to the pilot scale. Okay. As part of this Nest Award program. So he established that his theories were correct. His hypothesis was correct at the bench scale and now just 13.2 million goes to making sure scaling it up to the next level and then there's a level even beyond that which is full-scale production or quite possibly full-scale continuous production which is fascinating very exciting it is exciting to break that down a little bit for our listeners essentially a company might come to you or the u.s navy (laughs) might come to you 
because you have this acoustic mixing process. So they're going to work with you at a bench scale, really small, like in a lab setting. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to work with them on what their needs are for the product. I'm assuming it has all kinds of fancy terms like residence and all, all of the fun terms that I'm, I'm not even going to pretend that I know <laughs> what's going on um, on the engineering side of things. But from a business perspective, I can relate in that, okay, you're working with them. You're going to help them develop this, this unique mixing process for each business. They're going to take it back to what maybe you, I, before this conversation, Mark was mentioning you have customers all over the world. So maybe a customer in Asia or a customer in Europe. Almost definitely. Yes, They're going yes. to this take technology, this technology. This technology has a vast, vast range and our company has a vast range. Okay. Uh, our main corporation is based right here in B, Montana. Okay. And we do have a subsidiary, which is Resnine Acoustic Mixers. And that, that sure. company's job is to sell the technology that guys like Joe come up with and our mechanical engineers. And we've got a great team of people that, that come up with all kinds of things that, like you said, maybe a little bit over our heads. <laughs> But we break it down. So so we're in numerous, numerous industries all over the globe. We do have a, a subsidiary company in Europe. Okay. And we work directly with distributors in both Japan and South Korea as well to cover the Asian market. Okay, yeah. So you mentioned applications like pharmaceuticals, weapons, um, defense, technology. Battery. Battery. Okay. Battery uh, and, and and energy storage. I would imagine materials, materials in yeah. batteries and energy storage need to be pretty well in line yeah, with what you're working on. Pharmaceuticals, uh, the chemical industry, obviously. Um, there's some new technologies out there that are, are I've been doing a lot of research on lately. Mechanochemistry is a fun one. Okay. Um, and that's kind of what they call green chemistry. Okay. So they eliminate the solvents. Okay. They take the nasties away and they throw two compounds together and then they they you're better at this than i am but they you're vigorously shake them together and create a new compound without the use of solvents okay solvents are you know they can be a hazardous waste sure. for disposal things of that nature so okay. that's those are areas that we're looking at but there's plenty of other areas as well uh, now our mixers and our machines aren't going to be used to make bread sure <laughs> no <laughs> They're not going to be, you know, it's, it's not I'm, that In my type head, I see, like, you mixing, could. like, chemical compounds. You could, I'm sure. Yeah. You can make ice cream in our mixer as well. Okay, okay. And it makes a great margarita. <laughs> you <laughs> haven't tested that yourself, though. Not me personally, no. no. But I, I'm aware. <laughs> but typically, it's for more difficult, more complex. Yeah, when I see this, I'm thinking, like, okay, there's a bunch of chemicals. They're going into a batch. My, my own personal reference is my... I worked at the Yellowstone mine, which is a talc mine over Cameron, Montana. My dad is the pilot plant process engineer for some of their pilot facilities and how talc can be applied to other materials. So I'm like, okay, in my head, I'm like, okay, you're going to use it maybe in plastic applications yes. or different medical grade compound applications. Yes. Um, and it sounds pretty impressive what you've put together. And how, what, remind me again of when Residime first started in Butte. I believe Resdine opened up in the late 90s here in Butte. Okay, so Larry's in and his garage Larry's, working Larry's, on this technology. Larry worked hard, and, and <laughs> yes, he, he worked hard, and, and his partners worked hard, and they developed this technology over time. Uh, I know that Resdine Acoustic Mixers uh, came about in 2007. Okay. Uh, so that's at what point in time I would imagine the technology 
was at a point where it could be sold commercially. Okay. Um, I'm certain it was well beyond then. Uh, the number of patents that are owned by the company and that are put together and, and an ever-growing list of patents that we are, are uh, the primary medium of, of – they're not our patents, but they're – what's the word I'm looking for, Joe? You mean using our technology? Using our technology yeah. Yeah, to quite a bit. patent it. Uh, yeah. are out there but it's a countless number of patents owned by the company and also that we are incorporated in oh wow okay um and we meaning the machine and the okay. technology itself so okay. the beautiful thing that i've seen is that that with this technology things that were impossible have been made possible okay so you take two different compounds that historically you thought could never be mixed you stick it in a RAM system, resonant acoustic mixing system, and you come up with a homogeneous okay. mixture. You have and new so applications, new You have ways. new applications. Okay. And hence, that's what this award from Nest was about, is okay. like we're doing things that are unique. We're doing things in a different manner. Um, and, and Okay. It and, sounds like the world's most funnest chemistry class. Mm-hmm. Like you get to figure out how to work with these substances and figure out how to get them mixed together. And that's what Residine has built this reputation up. It's thank you time. Our work at BLDC would simply not be possible without our members. We'd like to give a shout out to our premier members, St. James Healthcare, View Auto Group, and Northwestern Energy. Thank you for investing in Butte and our future through Butte Local Development Corporation. That kind of leads into this NEST Award. We keep saying that. I have the exact acronym for that, Naval Energetic Systems and Technologies, the NEST Award. Joe, do you want to tell us a little bit about where this came from, what it's going, what it, what's, what is this about? I'll do my best. Kay. So the... Um, <laughs> What we're calling the NEST Award is um, a, a grant that was received by Residine. So the United States government, uh, part of the um, kind of the things that we became more aware of after, during the COVID pandemic that our manufacturing in the United States just isn't up to the standards that it used to be. Sure. And, you know, if we, it's a global infrastructure of supply chains and those it's a very delicate balance and you have something like covid come up and it disrupts all of that and then we realize that we can't get the critical materials that we need for so many industries one of those being the defense industry okay um and so one of the the initiatives that's been uh spearheaded over the last few years has been to um revitalize that and redevelop um the the industrial production of specifically energetic molecules for the defense industry. And so they identified, uh, the Navy did, um, a need for uh, producing continuously chemical uh, products using chemical reactor and a, a crystallizer. Okay. And so they put out a call to identify technologies that could meet that need um, Residine uh, identified that opportunity, and uh, myself and Larry went after um, that opportunity and said, "You know, we have a technology we know that can can meet this need, and we've we've demonstrated it uh, previously." 
And so we wrote a proposal and uh, presented it to the Navy and they uh, signed off that it was uh, sufficient to their need and would meet their need. Um, and then the, the only important thing was uh, securing the money after that. And so, sure. th- so getting the money was itself a very long process. And eventually we had uh, yeah, assistance from the, the senator from, from Montana, John Tester, who uh, was able to get the funding for the Navy to, to meet the need that they identified and that we provided the technology to, to meet their need. That's incredible. I just want to bring it back to, you know, we think about Butte and we think about its history being in mining. We also have this history of Montana Tech and engineering. And so pretty incredible that we have engineers hard at work here in Butte working with the U.S. Navy and helping secure our own, you know, defense system. And I imagine that you guys have been working on this technology for years and then this opportunity comes and you're able to meet that. Is that sort of what happened or did you see the call and kind of adjust from there? No, absolutely. We've been working on, uh, so when I joined the company um, three and a half years ago, there was already existing work going uh, on using the RAM technology for chemical reactions uh, and continuous chemical reactions. But um, when I joined, that became kind of a a big focus of mine and the the research that I was doing. Uh, Worked on projects with the Navy uh, other people as well that are interested in the technology doing bench scale uh, proof of concept work okay. for both chemical reactions and catalysis, um, writing grants, securing small scale funding to do proof of concept demonstration. Uh, that was all prior to, to this okay. opportunity that was that was put out by the Navy. Okay, and Mark, you mentioned this money, this grant, or this funding will allow you to bring it to the pilot level. Can we talk a little bit about what that jump from bench scale to pilot level is? Yeah, so the, the in one sense, it's, it's kind of a question of scale, like how big is the system? Um, I think it's also important to think about in terms of capabilities. Okay. So what the, one of the reasons why this is such a substantial amount of funding is that we want to produce this platform technology that is very flexible and can do lots of different things. So typically what happens in a chemical process is a chemical engineer such as myself will sit down and say, this is the products that I'm trying to to produce and these are the feedstocks that I have available to produce it and then I'm going to design a plant or a process that has these inlets and these outlets. And okay. then I'm gonna figure out what pots and pans that I need in order to make that cake. Okay, um, I love that. Our listeners are gonna <laughs> totally understand that. <laughs> but what we want to do is, I want to put together the pots and the pans that you can use to make any cake that you could think of. Okay. Where you don't know what cake you're gonna need going into it. So okay. we want to design a system that can do lots of different things. And one of the specific needs that the Navy has, and a lot of other folks have as well, is uh, they have a particular molecule that they're interested in, like that they're developing, that they have some particular, has some specific property that they're interested in. But they're not sure that they are gonna be able to use thousands of tons of this material. So they maybe only wanna make a small batch of it but so you're going to have to build a whole process around making a very small amount of this material and then throw away 
the process at the end of it, that's pretty inefficient. Sure. So what we want to do is build a flexible system that can, from a single piece of equipment, produce lots of different materials okay. of, that are relatively similar, but it can, you know, it's completely automated. Uh, it has online sensors to tell you what's going on in the system. It can tell you what, like, the chemistry that's happening oh, within wow. the system. So you can change things as you're going. Okay. Um, and then it's taking the product from that and it's doing separation and it's doing purification and doing all of that uh, continuously in an automated fashion. So that's, okay. it's kind of, we're kind of throwing the kitchen sink at this problem and saying, what can we do that, what can we build that can be as flexible as possible for the Navy so that, you know, this, this facility has this piece of equipment that they can use for decades into the future to yeah. produce new molecules. It sounds like you need a team of engineers with various backgrounds too, Absolutely. not just chemical engineers, Absolutely. but I'm hearing like mechanical engineering yep. process, engineering, all kinds of different yep. processes going into this. Absolutely. What is the team now working? Like how many, what, how many different types of engineers are working on this right now? So the big uh, focus right now is, so it's, uh, resident has been traditionally in mechanical engineering. Larry, our founder is a mechanical engineer. Okay. So, uh, and the the equipment, the mixer itself, is a very high end mechanical design. Sure. That you know, I don't. It's beyond my comprehension <laughs> as a, as a chemical engineer to to completely to, to explain. Okay. Uh, so we have a lot of mechanical engineers and and design engineers that work on packaging all of the components together. Okay. Um, myself as the senior chemical engineer, I come in as uh, understanding what chemical processes should look like, understanding from an R&D perspective. I have an R&D background myself, so understanding okay. what an R&D chemist or an R&D chemical engineer would want to, to have in their system. Um, and then, of course, yeah, we have controls folks, we have technicians, um, but yeah, we're also looking to expand as well, hiring chemists, additional chemical engineers yeah. that, that can help on this project as well. That's a great lead into my next question, which is what does this mean for Southwest Montana? I mean, it's not just impacting Residine. I mean, you're going to need, it sounds like you already just said, you're going to need more workforce, more people working on this. What does that look like? Of course, from the economic development standpoint of BLDC and Headwaters RCD, we're excited because this means more opportunities, possibly for tech students or even MSU students with their chemical engineering. Please don't come at me for saying MSU, I'm sorry, but we don't have chemical engineering. So what does that look like for Southwest Montana in this expansion of this funding opportunity? Well, we're, yeah, we're always hiring folks looking for people that understand systems at a fundamental level and um, so that means mechanical engineers chemical engineers we have uh, folks I mean I'm personally I'm from outside of Montana I'm one of those uh, dreaded outsiders um, but we had you know Mark's from Montana we have uh, some of our engineers um, you know our senior design engineer graduated from Montana Tech with an engineering degree so sure. there's 
this is a Montana company through and through. Um, We're but, happy to have you in Butte, by the way. <laughs> thank you. I, not all of us feel that way. In the economic development world, we want to see growth. I think there's not a person in Butte that wouldn't want to see Butte kind of revived and into this thriving economy again like we once were. So welcome, and I'm glad thank you're here. You. <laughs> um, okay, but you've got someone from Montana Tech. It sounds like you came here from out of... Did you come specifically to work for Residine? Yeah, or, absolutely. Okay, yeah. In the middle of the pandemic, even. Uh, the, actually, <laughs> Actually, I joined Residine uh, my first day at work was like as the, the I moved from Texas and it okay. was like the virus was following me as I, oh, no. as I traveled west and <laughs> okay. I, I joined and it was like the week that everyone was freaking out about how bad okay. is this pandemic going to so be. So you're like, what did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Residine has flown under the radar a little bit. Uh, sure. Here locally as well. Yeah. Uh, it's been here for 20 plus years and it's been providing employment and bringing in top quality people from all not just around the country but around the world less than a month ago we had an event that we call the technical interchange okay and unfortunately the pandemic had a very negative effect on the technical interchange what it break that term down technical interchange i'm going to. okay <laughs> <laughs> the technical interchange is something that uh, resonate came up with okay where they, they bring in the top scientists from not just the country, but the world, okay. all to Butte, Montana. And they, we just had this. We had 65-plus okay. people from around the world show up, and we were down at Front Street Station oh, wow. uh, for the oratory parts and the presentation parts of, of, of the gathering. And then uh, folks came up and went through our manufacturing facility and watched demonstrations on the varying equipment and things of that nature. Uh, between whom showed up here in Butte, Montana, and the people we had online, it was well over 100 people in attendance. Wow. Sure. Um, due to COVID, the previous three years, that event was unable to happen. Sure. It was my first technical interchange. Okay. And we had scientists from from uh, the UK, some of the top mechanochemistry people in the world. We had uh, military contractors. We had people directly from the military, some of the top chemists and some of the top scientists, mechanical scientists, and some of the biggest corporations in the world all represented right here in Butte, Montana That's to celebrate exciting. this technology. Yeah. It, it went off. It was my first time there this year, okay. and, and it was staggering. Uh, Joe did a great job of presenting at it, and so did our other engineers. Uh, but an eye-opening experience to see exactly the impact that Residine has and Butte, Montana has on the entire world. Yeah. One of the highlights for a lot of the people, and I, I got to look at the evaluation forms. Okay. So one of the highlights for a lot of the folks that showed up, believe it or not, was the trolley ride. I was about to ask, <laughs> yeah. off the rails a little bit, what did they think of Butte? <laughs> they, that was one of the highlights for a lot of people was okay. getting on the trolley. Um, Chamber of Commerce obviously was up here and, okay. and we loaded them up. They went around, took the tour. Uh, it was an amazing four or five days, uh, exhausting four or five days, I would say. Also, Joe, you absolutely I'm sure. <laughs> on hosting side, any number of on people on our side of things, <laughs> but amazing to see the reach that this technology has, amazing to see the energy, the high energy, and the levels of, of professionalism that, that the technology is. Is that? Yeah. And, and the people that have incorporated it. I mean, yes, we have a great 
technology, but what guys like Joe are doing and guys uh, over in Europe and elsewhere, they're taking that technology and they're making things happen okay. that have never happened before. It's very exciting. And it's extremely exciting from our side of things. Yeah. I mean, you earlier you mentioned you have compounds that have never really been able to be mixed together. Now they're able to be mixed. It's the cutting edge of chemical engineering, it sounds like. Um be sure to tell us next year when you run that event because it sounds like are you will you be doing one next year? Yes. Okay. There will be a, a technical interchange 2024. We don't have the date set yet. Okay. Uh, if you do visit residinemixers.com. Okay. Um, there is a page under the learn section. Okay. Where people Perfect. can sign up and, and actually keep keep abreast of when okay. the event's going to happen. I will link that in our show notes so that people can find it. But we definitely, it was a great turnout for us. For me, it was a huge eye-opener, eye uh, being relatively new to the company. Sure. Um, I've been aware of the company for 20-some-odd years, but being new as a part of the team, uh, it was an eye-opener for me that uh, I'm excited about next year. Yeah, bringing all of these people from different backgrounds, you're saying top-level engineers, top-level scientists, having them come to Butte, well, that's exciting. And I love that they love the trolley tour. <laughs> the trolley tour Did Chris Fisk lead the trolley tour? Who, who no, led it? Do you know? No, <laughs> Mr. Fisk was not that. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not certain. That would have been, that he it did, really would have been. A, <laughs> he did a, a staff tour. one for us a while back, so I had to ask. Chris is probably one of the best historians, Butte historians, and ironically, he's not even from Butte. <laughs> He's just got that Butte bug. He's got the he's interest. Got, he's got the Butte bug, and he does a good job, and he's done a great job with the history classes. Is he still teaching down there? I am not sure. From my, I think he's retired. I'm so not sure. Too. Chris, call us up. Let us know what you're doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so will you be expanding? We kind of touched on this a little bit, but will you be expanding operations with this funding? What does that look like down the road for Residime? This funding does affect our workforce yeah. and production. Um, there's other things on the horizon too. This is a, a is a major major event. The Nest Award was a is a huge huge thing that, that we're very grateful for. Uh, but that being said, in the same year, we just delivered our largest batch scale system, which okay. we call the Ram 55, which is a hazardous. Uh, another hazardous material system. We just delivered our first and are expecting an order for our second. So some of our larger equipment's going out the door. Okay. Um, so we're we're always on the lookout for talent. We're always on the lookout for okay. mechanical engineers. Believe it or not, we're looking on the lookout for for help uh, in the shop, in okay. construction, and welding, and okay. And these guys, so I all mean, levels of the workforce here. These guys aren't just technicians. They they build this high quality machinery and, and just to put this into perspective for you and your viewers our small system weighs 300 pounds i was about to the ask Lab Ram how do you ship system it weighs 300 <laughs> pounds it's not very large okay it mixes i believe is it a kilogram yes yeah, so lab Ram 2 mixes one kilo okay of material generally. Okay, but it's three hundred pounds. But it's kilogram of material. Okay, it's, it's springs and etc. And, and kind of define it. I guess I I use the term sound energy because that's what it is. It's kind of like a speaker. Okay. And there's springs, and then the speakers on the bottom, and the speaker speaker kind of makes everything go up and down in frequency. Okay. And and 
creates the mixing resonance with the material that's being mixed. Okay. So, All right. Uh, but a 300 pound, if you can imagine what a Ram 55 weighed, uh, I don't know footprint wise, but I think it's about 12 feet by 10 feet by about eight or ten feet tall do you it? ship those like in a truck or do you put it in freight, like it in rail not, you're or... right next door to our i know i always walk by every day because let's see resident is on granite street the here. ram 55 that we just delivered to it was a McAllister air force base yeah McAllister. okay uh, and we're currently in the process of installing down there we've got our staffs down there installing oh, it wow. right now okay but that went out on three semi trucks. Oh gosh! Okay. Right here next door to Big you. Big system. So, yeah, yes. I walk by. I park up on Court Street, and I walk by Residine's like yes. little back area there. When we were testing it, you could hear the 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 resonant frequency of the mixer. Okay. It, it, it is at that scale that you can you can hear it outside okay. of the building. It's so if a you're big on piece of equipment, Granite yeah. Street. And, you and hear you're hearing something. Hum. You're walking by <laughs> Residine's office, and it's there. It's their fault. <laughs> right. Right. But no, it's for us. It's huge. Um, beyond military contracts, I know we both mentioned pharmacy. We mentioned battery and energy storage materials. Okay. But we are in over twenty different markets. Our technology applies to over twenty different markets. Okay. Um, for me personally, that's huge for a Butte company. I mean, uh, we have other companies in Butte, you know, I think of like the application of Molly at the mine and obviously copper has lots of applications. Those are raw materials, but this is like a secondary type of technology. It's not raw materials. I think that's really cool. That this is a finished product. That. Yeah. Right. We're not, we're not out digging something nope. out of the ground <laughs> and, and milling it, which is, or concentrating it, putting sure. it on a train and shipping it to where do they ship it to? South Korea? Everywhere. Or, <laughs> yes. You know, to get smelted so we can buy the wire back from them. And <laughs> we're right here. You know, we're right here in Butte, Montana. And we're making things happen for Butte, Montana. Not, you know, we had a press release come out recently to draw some attention to us. But we've been here 20 years. It's very exciting. And this business is, is continually growing. It's continually booming. Um, you know, and it does... And, have have a huge reach and a huge impact on Butte that maybe Butte doesn't even realize the impact, the materials that we buy, the things that we do. The I think that's that one of the reasons the I travel, want to have you guys the, here. The number of people, uh, you know, like I said, Residine kind of slides under. And there's other companies in Butte, too, that are under the radar. Sure. And they're doing <laughs> things on a global basis that, and, and inventors and, um, you know, maybe... We don't have any customers here in Butte, so we don't advertise here in Butte. Sure. You know, actually, that's not true. Montana Tech is <laughs> Montana a customer Tech, yeah. of ours. <laughs> so that's not true. So I made a false statement. But well, we know what you, yeah. Yeah. So. It's very exciting, and I I'm, thank you for, you know, telling the story of Residine because it, it is one of those things. Like I said, I knew about it because I had a colleague at Montana Tech who was in your internship program, and... When he was trying to explain to me the, you know, what the processes were, it was way over my head back then. I was a student. And I do think it is a little bit of an untold story here in Butte. So thank you for coming up here to tell us a little bit about it. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with about the technology, about what you're working on before we wrap things up today? Well, we're just happy to... Being a Butte resident, being part of the community... Being a, a small business owner, and I've owned many businesses here in Butte over the years that I've built from nothing, and, and just like Larry did. Sure. 
So he built this from nothing but a dream and, and got to a point where uh, it is where it is today and continues. I've never seen a man work harder. I've never <laughs> seen a man strive for perfection like uh, Mr. Farrar does. Sure. Um, so all of what is here today is on account of, of Larry Farrar and the hard work of the people he surrounds himself with. And again, when I say he strives for perfection, he truly does. He's got gentlemen like Joe. Uh, if Joe wasn't near to perfect, he wouldn't be here. <laughs> uh, and, and the rest of the people as well. So we're honored to be here. Uh, I will tell you that Mr. Farrar is proud of his Butte heritage, proud of having his company here in Butte. One of the neat requirements that I've found, he likes guys. When he finds the best, he wants them sure. to move to Butte. Okay. He wants them to be part of Butte. Okay. Um, and we focus a lot, you know, in the hiring of making sure that we have the best, but we also want them here in our community. It's such a huge impact for economic development and to the community when you're able to bring the workforce here. It makes a huge impact on other local businesses and that that effect of having a good paying job, being invested in the community. I mean, that is what makes you, our community You more guys rich. know the stats. That's what you guys do for That's, you know, every, I get to read the report every, every single, day. <laughs> every single dollar, every single dollar that's made and brought here to Butte, well, unfortunately right now, some of it's being recycled in Helena and Bozeman and Missoula. <laughs> but when you make $1, that brings $20. Exactly. It, it recirculates through the community. So in that regard... Uh, every dollar being made by Resident is producing a lot of dollars for Butte and 13.2 million in one project. Very exciting. Times 20. That's why we're having community. this conversation. That's a lot of impact. And it's, it's a, a lot of impact. Yes, yes. Joe, do you want to leave us with anything? Well, I think that one of the, from the broad general statistics and everything to the individual, from my experience, you know, I, as I said, I come from a research background and developing ranges, difference of technologies. This is the first time I've been involved in technology where like the customers come find you and they're like, you're doing something, your technology can do something that no other technology okay. can do. And that's really exciting as a technology person. But what really sold me when I was interviewing at Residine was Butte. Okay. And I visited Butte. I mean, I'd never, I'm originally from Utah and I'd never been to Butte. Okay. But when, and I had, I had no expectations of what I'd see. I was expecting some small, small Western town, something like that. When I saw Butte and the history and everything that it has to offer, just completely fell in love with it. And my wife did as well. And we just like, we have to move here. And, okay. you know, the job, the fact that it's an amazing technology and amazing opportunity for my career is uh, also nice. But uh, to I think that a lot of times people um, maybe miss or you take for granted what you have if, if you're local that uh, that it is a really amazing place. It's one of a kind. That is a huge point to touch on. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I think a lot of us who have grown up in the area or grew up here don't see it as the gem that it is, especially, yeah. I mean, we're, I'm looking at the mountains and I know I can be at <laughs> the base of the Highland Mountains here in about 15 minutes if I really wanted to get down there. So I mean, I don't know where you lived at in Texas. I actually, my mom is from Houston, Texas. I, That's where we were. We were in Houston. Okay, yeah. I grew up. My grandma actually lives in um, 
Richmond, Texas. Yeah. And I went to like first grade in Sugarland, Texas. Yeah, that's where we live. Okay. <laughs> Small world. Okay. Yeah. Well, funny. Well, nice to make that connection. And honestly, to get to anywhere out in nature is a solid hour on i-10 yeah what passes for nature <laughs> is uh galveston beach which is no. not the most ideal we won't get into galveston <laughs> beach my kids really want to go side note my kids really want to go to galveston beach and i'm prepping them for the gulf of mexico it does not look like other oceans it is it's not the world's be- most beautiful beach i'll just leave right. it there yeah <laughs> okay well again you're hearing from joe you're hearing from mark we have all this incredible technology opportunity and joe moved here just for butte so thank you for sharing the story of residine with our listeners today i'm hoping that this especially this event that you host i'm very excited in this for the future for butte next year bringing these professionals here i think the more we get people here the more they stay and then that's has a positive impact economically All right. Well, thank you both for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you can catch us next time on the Business Chit Chat podcast. Did you know in 2022 and 2023 and to date, the Butte Local Development Corporation has dispersed over $3.4 million in loan funds to Butte clients? We also have seen over $4 million leveraged against grants and loans. Last year, we served eight clients who brought an existing business or started a new one. We served over 150 clients last year through all departments, and we secured almost $500,000 in grant funding last year. We appreciate your support, and we truly believe that a BLDC membership is your investment in Butte. So if you're loving this podcast or you just want to support economic development in our community, then the BLDC is your place to do that. Go to bldc.net and click on Member Center or give us a call at 406-723-4349 today. And I will catch you next episode on this podcast.